All right. All right. Um, always be recording, right? Always be recording. My, uh... Let's pump the jam on my levels a little bit. There we go. There we go. Do you want to hear my levels, or do you like my levels? I'm, I'm, I'm you're good. You're good, baby. <laughs> do, you think, do you think my levels are perfect? Yeah, you're, it's coming in like Sunday morning. Josh, every time I see you, you're wearing a Hash Rocket shirt. Oh, did I tell you that all I have is Hash Rocket shirts? <laughs> I, I worked there for six years. Yeah. And I think I got a t-shirt a week, so. Right. So you tell me. Um, I'm not too good at math, but I, I think that means I have a lot of Hash Rocket t-shirts still. Have you ever told Marion how she clothed you? She swaddled me in a... I haven't... I, I, Are we... I, what? Are we live? Is this, is this brown water right now? <laughs> I think so. I think this oh, is... Shit. Um... How you been? Good. Yeah. Um to think you know just trying to like survive 2020 um yeah since last we spoke rbg yeah so yeah i've been we can cut this out in post i've been feeling pretty uh depressed about a lot of things uh country related <laughs> yeah um this is certainly one of them but also, I don't know. Maybe my my kids are gonna see what a coup looks like. So, <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. Mm. Um, who's crying in the background? Oh, you can hear that. Mm-hmm. That's Eva. They're all, they're probably gonna leave soon, but um, that's fine. We'll we'll cut it out in post. I I want this podcast to sound like our real lives. Okay, well, I should bring her down. A lot of crying. (laughs) She should come down and... um, I mean, within reason. Sure. There's nothing reasonable at my house, for what it's worth. I'm I'm all right. Um, I I had too many jalapeno poppers last night and woke up with a stomachache. That's not possible, is it? Mm. Well, my stomach disagrees with that sentiment. Because it was like 4 a.m., and I was like... Yeah, this acid isn't going away, so it um, happens to me my, from time to time. My mother's family sometimes refers to our condition as the Allen family stomach. Um, I have taken Prilosec since high school, even though it says one fourteen day treatment is enough and you should yeah. see your doctor if yeah. you needed Um Yeah, so my stomach by default burns with the fire of a thousand suns uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and I have to take a pill to make that go away yeah I, I I should probably figure out if there's other things I should be taking I'm not very good about it but one thing that's helped me is this stuff called DGL it's like deglycerinated licorice um, I've heard of this yeah it, it's, it works pretty well but I forget to take it you're supposed to take it with every meal hmm. but 
But you know, if I'm if I'm having a beer and some jalapeno poppers out at my on my buddy's porch, I might forget about it sometimes. Yeah, I mean, do you really want to stop the good times and hold pop that a thought? Hold that thought, yeah. friend. Let me um, open my obscenely large thing of licorice tablets, and it's getting real. Get this party started now. Um, we have a local meat market here. Okay. And we get from them bacon-wrapped jalapeno poppers. So imagine that you take the breading off of the jalapeno popper. Okay. And you just wrap it in bacon instead. What? Mwah. It's, that's what you want. So it's, um, that means it's gluten-free. That, that does mean that. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's breading and something, but... Mm. Well, then, then my wife would probably approve. We should, we kind of avoid gluten with uh, with a lot of our stuff, but I don't really. I'm making pizza tonight, homemade pizza, and right. I haven't talked to her yet about what we're gonna do for her crust. Sometimes we do like a cauliflower crust for for the folks. My wife has started keto. Oh man, that's a whole diet. thing. I mean, I'm sitting pretty because I'm eating the carbs and I'm eating the, right, the fat. Right, right, Keto's like, I hope you like eggs inside of an avocado because that's all you're ever going to eat anymore. Right, and like put bacon on everything. Like that's, a, that's like a core tenet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I just, basically what it means for me is we have keto dinners. I still do whatever I do in the morning and for lunch. Right. But then I get this delicious, fatty. That's thing. right. I'm still gonna finish two sleeves of, of Oreos throughout the day. <laughs> you can't stop like me. That's just you can't stop me from eating my Nilla wafers. No, I mean, um, I'm a man of simple pleasures, <laughs> and those pleasures include a lot of carbohydrates. My my dad's favorite like dessert is graham crackers with like Betty Crocker frosting on them. Huh. Is he Betty did. Crocker frosting like very? Um, I'm picturing like a kind of a moist kind of a situation here. I like think it's moist... just spreadable sugar. I think okay. pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, you know, you get it at the grocery store next to the cakes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he'll just sit there with like a knife <laughs> and the tub and like a package of graham crackers and just kind of like time to watch golf. Right. Um, I'm like that, except I want an Oreo. That's right. And I want and I want a tub of peanut butter. Peanut butter. Mmm. See, that's health food. That's health food. Mm-hmm. And if a little pudding gets in there, I'm not gonna say no. Right. Right. How did it get there? Who's to say? Maybe I opened it. Right. Whatever. Right. Let, let's not worry about the details. Um, is there anything you wanted to talk about today, or are we doing it? I think I think this is all part of it, man. We're cutting cutting out the parts we don't like in post. We're going to do this okay. live to tape. That means we're okay. not cutting anything out in post. Okay. Mix, mixed messages. <laughs> we're going to fix it in post. There is no post. Right. I have to. I have to tell you, we're twitching this right now. Is that what the kids call it? Uh, live streaming. I'm not- I'm not young enough to understand what you're saying. I watched somebody live. I watched somebody code on Twitch. That's the first time I've used this service. When? 
like recently? Yeah, like uh, Steve Klabnik. Remember that guy? I know Steve Klabnik. Yeah. He, so he does Rust now. Mm-hmm. Um, you heard of it? Um, <clears throat> I've heard of it. <laughs> he uh, he he does Twitch streams where he's like rewriting the semantic versioning package that like Rust uses everywhere, and he's like just rewriting it piece by piece, and he just live streams himself. Yep. And people ask him questions about the language and design choices, and he answers them. So it's a very slow process, mm-hmm. but it's fun. He's doing TDD, and do you it's, like, in, it's in Rust. Do you like have it on in the background while you're doing something else? I can't imagine that being the only thing that I'm um, consuming at the time. Mm. He's usually talking the whole time. Which, mm. which is interesting because it's kind of like mo- it's almost like mob pairing mm. where he's pairing with all of the people that are in the chat I don't know it's kind so of he's like reading the ch- oh, maybe I'll check it out oh yeah he's reading the chat while he's and people will ask like well why did you choose that instead of and he'll he'll answer and then you know it's a little less tempered than a than a talk like a live talk would be because yeah. a lot you'll get a lot of like I don't want to get into it, but I don't really like that person. You know, you'll get a lot of that kind of stuff. <laughs> right. I've said too much. Sorry, right. I'm I'm unfiltered when I'm streaming, guys. Um, <laughs> but it's cool. I mean, speaking, speaking of being unfiltered when I stream, I can't put this Rubik's cube down very well. I should probably like put it across the room when we record. I don't know if you're hearing it. I I see that you're in a room. You could like use your arm to throw it i'm not gonna throw my rubik's cube is that a speed cube how dare you i don't what yes it's a speed cube yeah that that looks that looks intense how what's your do you have you timed yourself not really have you solved it yep or do you use it as a fidget okay it's both I okay. solve it over and over as a way to keep my hands busy. Sure. I get it. I used to do that in grad school with mm-hmm. a with a miniature. Oh, that's that's not what you want. Well, I couldn't let anyone see that I was doing a Rubik's Cube, so I had to keep it small. On the DL? Yep. Cappuccino. Hmm. <sighs> Cappuccino. I want to know what you've been doing as as like hobbies. Hobbies? Yeah. What are your hobby horses been? I have a five year old, so I have no hobbies. My okay. hobbies are surviving every day. Sure, I understand sure. that. Yeah, I understand that. I have a and and also, how dare you even ask me that? Right. My bad. I should have known. When people ask me. So- my hobbies i just think back on the last 10 years for those like four four nights where i had a hobby well i did this once uh a few years ago yeah i i have no hobbies my my hobbies are survival but you you, um what do you do when when, like jack goes to bed do you do you uh still comic book um i've actually been kind of off comics for a while for monetary concerns because boy, can I spend some money on comic books? 
Um, mm-hmm. So I had to kind of cut myself out of, off at one point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, and also, I don't uh, pick up comic books that fall off of the back of trucks, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. you got to make sure the publishers and the authors get their due. Correct. So um, I am reading right now. I'm reading, um, do you know the Broken Earth trilogy? I don't. A, I don't know this. It's kind of it's kind of a notable series because the author won the Hugo Award three years in a row. Oh, it's sci-fi. For the, okay. For the three books, correct. Um, she's also a woman of color, and that is not the profile of sci-fi authors you see all the time. And it's not Octavia Butler, which is the sci-fi woman of color that I know of, which is sad correct. that I only know of one. I think her name is N.K. Jemison or something like that, the author that wrote these three books. Anyway, it's like post-apocalyptic in a way, so mm-hmm. the sci-fi kind of comes in different kind of waves. But right. anyway, um, it's really good, and I can't finish it. Oh. And I don't know why. Because is it is it an emotional thing? Like, I don't want this to be over? That's Zelda. Um, but I think this one is... It's it's kind of hard reading for mm. me anyway. Okay. Um, and one of the things that's unique about the books is that she does. Oh man, is it second person? Where it's like you did the like you're she writes oh, as if you were yeah. the one that's the character. Right. Right. Interesting. Okay. And it's like really, I mean, not all the book is like that. There's like okay a few different characters, but when she writes from this one character's point of view she's writing in second person so those chapters are like what's happening again mm, okay but um and you're like no but i wouldn't do that <laughs> yeah hey i want agency no um <laughs> i thought this would be a choose your own adventure when you use the word you yeah so i'm reading that and i also started listening to doom Listening to Doom. Dune. D- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. D-U-N-E. Yeah, I read that a couple years back for the first time. How are you liking it? Uh, I tried to read it in high school and found it impenetrable. And so I was relaying that to someone, and they said, I felt the same way. I listened to the audiobook and really enjoyed it. So that's what I've been doing. Um, so I'm only like a couple hours in, maybe. But I like it. It's good. Have you ever seen the film the original film yeah isn't it with um yes i think that i have and it's really old and i remember this like a fat guy flying around and, I, I didn't actually i've never seen it but i believe <laughs> that that's true harkonnen sting, stings in it <laughs> mm-hmm. and isn't the guy from twin peaks in it or something yeah it's the same director as the twin oh lynch movie. yeah it's David lynch. yeah mm-hmm and yeah, they got like the snot straws and all that going on. <laughs> I haven't gotten to the snot straws. Well, that's not really what that what they are, but you'll get there. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so those are my two things right now. But yeah, that's not really answering your question. Um, I watch TV, like every American. Yeah. Yeah. What are your current shows? We, Bethany and I have got some stuff, but I'm curious we what you're started. Reading. Uh, this week we started um, his first name Ted Lasso. So this is an Apple TV show. 
I've been hearing Apple TV stuff Plus. about yeah, I've been hearing stuff about this, but I haven't watched it yet. Oh, this is Jason Sudeikis. Okay. Correct. Okay. I would I would describe it as pretty good. All right. All right. So it feels like curb your enthusiasm. Is that? No. Okay. It's I just, just wanted to say that. Okay. Good. Good. Good save. Is this dramedy or just straight up comedy? Uh, a little bit of drama. Okay. I'll have to check that out. Um, yeah, I think I thought it was going to be goofier than it has ended up being. And it is more heartwarming than I would have expected. I'm not really a heartwarming kind of person, but. Right. You tricked me. I'm feeling yeah, exactly. things. Right. Right. <laughs> Um, and I keep I keep hearing about this Netflix documentary about social networks or something like that. So that's on my watch list for mm, this weekend. Okay. Are you aware of this thing? I'm not. The social dilemma, maybe. That sounds like a thing. Yeah, social dilemma. Um, yeah. I think you should you should add that to your watch list. Yeah, we've been pretty into, I think I mentioned this last time we talked, but been pretty into, um, oh, someone else. Yep. Just a little bit of uh-huh. tears in the air. Um, no, we've been, we've been watching Lovecraft Country. Yes, that's right. Which is excellent. Um, and leaves us with plenty of things to talk about after we're mm-hmm. done watching it. There's so much in every episode. You're like, what? How do they fit all this stuff in one episode? But we also just finished the second season of Pen15, Mm. which is a very, like, oh, I was normal in junior high. Everyone was having a terrible time. It's it's cathartic in that sense. Yep. And, And just laughing about how terrible junior high is. That's basically what that show is. This is the show where the two head writers play themselves or something like that yes and they're surrounded by kids that are the right yes. age <laughs> right they act, and you get so absorbed in that that i often forget that they're just two adults playing like junior high kids there's a lot of there's a lot of points where like they're going into like kiss someone or something else and it's so obvious they change out the kid actor at that point right almost to the point where it's like okay thank goodness so you don't actually think that (laughs) kids are having to do something that they they shouldn't be but it's pretty it's pretty good i think that was a really cool idea someone had to put to have the two be i don't know if that's the first time that's happened um but it's the first time i had like heard of it it's a it's definitely well done the the way they do it and yeah it's good we we we've raced through both seasons mm-hmm. now so those are our, those are our deals i started the boys this week as well this is oh, a yeah. prime show superhero but like a different take on it yeah, like what if superheroes were kind of assholes, and but there was like an organ, like a company behind them mm-hmm. that was like their PR machine and like kind of cleaned up after everything. Mm-hmm. But then there's also some people that know the truth. Mm. And so that's here for the pretty, boys. That's very well designed to capture my attention. Right. Were you a heroes person? A, Remember heroes on NBC? Oh boy, Josh. 
I watched probably every episode of Heroes. Okay. And I only liked maybe the first two. But, um, <laughs> I just kept hoping right, it was going to get good. <laughs> that, yeah. That's how they get you. It's yeah. like the guy opens the trench code and, you know, he's got two good episodes of a show and then he kept waiting for the, the rest of it to get good again. I believe they call it Chasing the Dragon. Mmm. Mmm. You never, you never get f- past that first high. It's not. I think that, I think that's, that's not that. Okay. Ensnaring. Um, can can you ask your family to speak more loudly? Just shout up. Hey guys, hey. Uh, Dad's on a podcast. Can you hey. can you turn it up? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna make them louder in post. Oh, nice. That's what the fans. You'll want. be able to Do hear fans? every whine. Hmm. We have fans. Do you think that we have fans? Only fans. This is. I thought that's how we could distribute. What? Is this too what? after dark? <laughs> is only fans an app or something? Oh, only fans is a thing. Hmm. What's going on? Yeah. Do you need some help? I already closed it. You already closed it? Okay. She was naked. Stuff out there. Mm-hmm. 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 So is OnlyFans for porn? Probably. Okay. <laughs> it's like you 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 know any of these any of these sites where you Patreon or whatever. But mm, it's clearly can be got used a for yeah, but it's clearly got a you pay me and you get picks kind of situation. Gotcha. But there's it is probably sex workers. Well, yeah, and I think it's I think especially oh, Wikipedia. Right. Probably there during the pandemic it's become more popular. That's how I heard about it was some article probably in Vice. Yeah. I just got within seven minutes of each other two text messages asking me about voting. You ever get text messages about voting? Are they from the same number? No. Okay. I do get text messages about vote about voting, but also about poll working and mm-hmm. about um, other activism stuff. I mean. I'm not super well connected or anything, but we've gone to some events and I'm not saying I'm well connected. I'm saying I'm getting spammed. Oh, oh, I don't feel like I'm being spammed. I'm mostly getting it from like organizations I know about. I did not sign up to hear from Ian with the Minnesota DFL. Is this Jessica? Thanks a lot, Ian. Ian. If that is your real name. Sounds like a real jerk off. I checked. He actually is not. He's actually very kind. Once you get to know him. Mm-hmm. You're thinking of the other one. Oh, Ian. <laughs> well, and then Brenda, a volunteer with Stand Up America, she's reaching out. Blah, 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 blah. Brenda, I don't, I don't need your help. I got my absentee ballot upstairs. I plan on walking that down to the bonfire later today. <laughs> I don't know which which envelope to put it in, but I, it's going to get it in an, in an envelope. 
Are you one of the states that does the double em- double envelope thing? Oh, the devil envelope though. That would be really the good. The devil envelope. That's the I you like put it in the red one. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, we do have the privacy uh, envelope in this state. All right. Are they going to throw out the ones that aren't in privacy envelope? That was a whole thing in. I know that was a thing. I don't know our um, the Minnesota policy on that. Got to call Amy. Call Klobuchar. <laughs> Get her call on her that, up. man. Yep. Do you have any hobbies that you want to talk about, Josh? Uh, mostly calling senators lately. Mm. I I have been... Um, I've been trying to do some more music stuff, which is mostly me just like farting around in my basement with that little tiny keyboard. Um, it's, you know, it, it's not really anything to speak of yet. It's more just me playing around again after a long hiatus of not doing much with music. Yeah. Um, we got our kids like one of those little Casio keyboards that's more mm-hmm. of a toy than an instrument. Mm-hmm. Um, with the demo modes that annoy the heck out of you. Mm-hmm. And it, that thing's always in timeout now because the kids cannot agree on how or when to use it. I'm interested in how you phrase that. Are you saying that you guys put toys in timeout? Absolutely. Huh. Yeah, yeah, because sometimes it's the toy that, I mean, the kids are the problem. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, like, you take out the thing and the fight goes away. So... Mm. It sometimes is easier than trying to separate them, especially right now. And they they outnumber you, so it's a little little tricky sometimes. Yeah, I can pick up two of them. Um, but Oliver's and gonna be I mean, he's gonna be able to yeah Oliver's like gonna be able to tackle me soon. I'm pretty sure he's he's yeah. growing up. Third I, grade. It's crazy. Yep, I keep growing. They do. I both like it and don't. My wife doesn't like it at all. She misses the little kid phase. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, yeah. they still do cute stuff sometimes. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yep. Um. Do you want to get? Do you want to start now? <laughs> <laughs> this is all warm up, baby. Are we have we just gotten the brown water out? That's what they would say in improv. Mm-hmm. Do you That's do, what I named this. Do you do any gardening this summer? Um, we just moved into this house. Oh, in right, mid July. Right, that's right. And the only real outside things I've done is limb up a tree and some maintenance on like the front bushes. Okay, just. The, the bare necessities for I've moved in, I don't want my neighbors to judge me for not trimming the bushes. Correct. However, I have a problem, Josh. Okay. The foundation of this house is, of course, cement, but they sprayed some kind of like foam deal on the outside of that and then painted it using like a textured paint to make it appear to be gray cement from the outside, you know? Like, I'm talking about where your siding ends, but there's a little gap before the grass begins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, that is essentially foam, painted foam, for Uh maybe, I don't know, a couple inches or whatever the thickness is to the um, concrete. So if I run my uh, edger, 
I will just oh, chew that up. Oh, no. So I got, like, a strip of glory. Basically, I mow as close as I can to the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and then I got a little mohawk situation. Okay. And, right. It's almost like... <laughs> It's almost like you have to take up the grass and, and just, like, put mulch or something against the house. That's... I think I want to put a rock around the house. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of my neighbors have done. Oh, this is, like, a common thing in your neighborhood. Okay. Yeah, because the goddamn builder did this weird foam shit. Right. Mm. Yeah. We don't, I mean, we don't really have, our, our house is a ha- almost 100 years old. It's 99 years old. Right. Mm-hmm. So... Next year's there, the big year. There is foam, but it's all been added later. Right. Next year, yeah, next year's the centennial. We're going to, like, what, what we're going to push planning? over the house. Just be done with it? Well, I mean, you know, it's 100 years old. It feels like maybe it's going to fall over. But Actually, I love this house. Nice. We had a 105-year-old house before this one. I did not like that house. I'm very glad we moved. In Minneapolis, you mean? Yeah. Do you have, like, old house problems? Some, um, mostly it's fine. Like the kind of house stuff we do, we, we, you could easily be doing on a house from the sixties or seventies or whatever. It's just, we happen to be, you know, we, we added a door to the back to make it like a double door instead of a single door to slide open. Um, we've done like tile and painting and stuff. There's a lot of creaky floors and we have some things like we still have some uh, knob and tube wiring in our walls, so we can't get sure. insulation in our walls. So our house gets a little drafty in the winter, but it's I mean, it, there's really not that much to complain about in terms of old house stuff. Our house sucked. <laughs> um, it was cool. Like I thought it was charming. Yeah, but the charm the charm faded for me. Okay, um, things like the outlets, like only some of them were three prong. You know what I mean? A lot of them were just like the two prong. Right. Right. That is actually extremely irritating. Yeah, and I mean um, non grounded <laughs> outlets are dangerous. I've done some work. <laughs> right. I've done some of my own work on like our house. So I've done mm-hmm. some electric. Here comes mm-hmm. my dog. Woof woof. I don't know. It's like a Sophia. Do you still have Oscar? Yeah. Wow, you remembered his name. I mean, he's a golden doodle. What? You don't forget a golden doodle. You never forget your first golden doodle. I mean, they're hypoallergenic. You're going to remember that. Yeah. We don't know what Sophia is. She's a mutt, but for. Mm -hmm. Don't turn around. She's right there. I know. We, we don't know. We think she's some kind of hound. But for yes. Bethany's birthday, which is on Tuesday, I've got her one of those DNA kit things. Uh, I wouldn't do that on a human. I have no, no problem doing that on a dog. Yeah. What, what are they going to do against the dog with it? I don't know. They'll probably still sell the information. However. Who is they? Big brother. Whenever I hear someone use the word they in a sentence, I like to think, I wonder if I ask them who they is, if they'll have a good answer. <laughs> Everyone but me. Yeah. Uh, 
Okay, so you're going to get the dog tested for Bethany's birthday. That's what you're saying. Right, right. I, I, got the, I got the cheaper one, which doesn't tell you if they're, like, going to get a disease. Who cares? You want to know the I actually, I actually don't want to know that. Like, Yeah, really? <laughs> please don't tell me. It's a family right. dog. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll um, see. You mentioned Guardian. <laughs> Guardian. Gardening. Uh, yeah. Did, did, did you have something you wanted to say about gardening? We did it for the first time this year. I made some, um, like, raised bed things out of cedar. Um, and we planted a whole bunch of stuff, just kind of threw it all against the wall, see what it would take. And yeah, most of it, take? most of it didn't. Um, yeah. Our tomatoes went wild. Mm-hmm. And our we did sweet potatoes, and those did really well. Broccoli, carrots, and onions were basically not anything. And the peppers I've tried were carrots. disappointed. Yeah, you tried carrots. I tried carrots, and I didn't get anything out of them. Peppers are usually like okay. Yeah, well, they're just taking a long time, and our kids get impatient and like go pick them off. So, yeah. so we have a lot of green peppers. Gotcha. Yeah, we planted like a bunch of different varieties. They only they only ever came out green. Right. <laughs> it's wild. Uh, we we planted an apple tree last year, so mm. it's, it's super tiny still, and it had mm. it has literally one apple on it this year <laughs> and it, it's, it's like this, bending over yes and it, the branch can't support it it's like the smallest it's probably going to be a mealy terrible apple right. but it's there it's proof that it's an apple tree yep we didn't really do any planting yet maybe next year yeah we tried watermelon too whoa we had to water the shit out of those well we, there is a watermelon it came. It's it's only like the size of a sad water balloon. Gotcha. And the color's off, so I don't know if we're gonna eat it. You know, I think we're gonna crack it open and find like a spider. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Secret cocoon. Uh, so, how about plans for the weekend? This weekend. I did some um, I did some interviews of my kids on video. I'm mm. going to try to edit those. That's mm. the other part of Bethany's gift. I did it two mm. years ago, and it was you know that's pretty well received. Let's just that's pretty well received. Yeah. yeah, the kids on video saying happy birthday and like answering questions about their mom. You know, that's that's chef's kiss. You know, um, yeah. So I forgot to do it last year, and I'm doing it this year. Mm. Um, that's what's on like my personal radar. We're also going to try to have like a fall, like yay, it's fall, um, in my backyard. Just we're going to have a small bonfire in our fire pit. Do nice. some s'mores. Our youngest is finally old enough to handle having a fire exist near her. That's fun. What about you? We are going to be hitting an apple orchard with the family next door. Mm. And get some of those honey crisps. That's right. That's right. That's what you want. That is what you want. Um, and it's supposed to be really nice. Like, we've actually had some really nice weather. Didn't know they had that in Minnesota anymore. 
No, it's true, they do. Because it just keeps getting hotter. Right. Remember so that things song? Are, things are looking up. <laughs> oh. We should call Brian Dunn sometime. The Brian Dunn? Yeah. Have you seen his child? No. She, he, she looks exactly like him. Nice. She looks like a very small Owen. <laughs> it's cute. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, I sent the clip that you sent me of mm-hmm. our tech run. Mm-hmm. I sent that clip to a few people. Mm-hmm. And pretty good results. So we need to start talking about celebs more often. I think that's our that's our in. Yeah, I think um, the most feedback I got was about how that that was a good bit. <laughs> so they just got divorced after they were married. <laughs> Went around the block once. Yeah. Mm, I shake my cubes at thee. Um, that's a callback. No, yeah, it's not that. I, it's. We need to establish something before there's a callback to <laughs> Right. Yeah. Um, how was work this week? So my team has something called triage, and I'm on triage mm-hmm. right now. So I'm handling the failure queue of like jobs that didn't go well. <laughs> hmm. um, and it's some, there's some new stuff, so I'm, I'm like kind of wrapping my head around it still. Hmm. Um, so that's going on. I'm all, but I also feel pretty good because I'm exploring a new way to do backfills. So we do a lot of backfills because we have lots of different databases and lots of different places. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the data changes shape and needs to go from this database to that database. And so there's a t- the typical way that we handle that is read a row um, in Ruby, do whatever needs to happen, reshape it, and then write that row to the new database. Um, that's a really slow way to do it. But, it, I mean, it works. And I think that's sure. just, you know, the the overhead, like the infrastructure overhead is worth the cost of developer, like, understanding and stuff. So it, it, it makes sense as a trade-off. Um, I'm trying something different mm-hmm. um, with this, this one I'm handling where we basically copy the entire table from one database to another into a temporary schema and then hmm. reshape it in SQL. I did some of that stuff at, and actually Jack did a lot of it too at, at HashRocket. Um, but but it's fun to come back and, and do it and do it in Ruby because I've been doing this kind of stuff in Clojure. Um, but it's, it's fun to see that, yeah, it, it still works in any language. Yep. Ruby's the coordinator yep. and SQL's talking to each other. So the the payoff though is that the it's like two orders of magnitude faster. Right. So That's why you do it. Yeah, that's why you do it. Cuz you can try it mo- more than once. It's not like, well, we're going to fire this off and we'll see on Monday what went wrong. <laughs> um it's like, oh, it's going to run for 5 minutes and then we'll see and then we can just try something different if it needs to change. So Nice. That's kind of fun. Yeah. So that was that's been my week. Mm-hmm. This week I've been doing um, 
I'm like doing some API support for a new feature in the app in the, in the iOS app. Okay. And so I made a new fleet of about was it four or five endpoints to support this new behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and remember we have so we have the app, then we have a GraphQL orchestration layer, and okay. then we have a few APIs. But we do mostly have a main API, and my work is concerning this main API. So, oh, okay. And all clients so go through the graph. All clients go through graph. Okay. Yep. So the GraphQL layer is the middleman that's going to coordinate everything. Um, so I put some business logic, some kind of behavior stuff in that lower API. Mm. And so I was discussing with another engineer this morning, maybe that should be up a level in the GraphQL layer. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be actually able to delete all the endpoints I added to the API, like the REST API. Right. Because they're already RESTful representations of these things. So anyway, I've been thinking a lot about like, what what layer of abstraction is the right home for right. certain pieces of business logic? And right, right. Totally. Well, and also it sounds like you might have like parallel API like there's maybe more than one way to do certain things because you've got the totally. REST API and the GraphQL stuff. So, also, they, do I want to support both? Are there yeah. you know all those kinds of concerns? Yep. And like, but also don't over-engineer it and like ship. I don't know. It's hard. To, yeah. It's hard oh to yeah. To Absolutely. I mean, we don't work in a vacuum. Yeah. I got corporate <laughs> bringing breathing down my neck. You gotta get the get me photos of. Spider-Man. What? I think I think you started off wonderful. <laughs> but the wheels came off in the middle. And then by the end, we're talking about Spider-Man pictures. So I don't I just can't get Spider-Man photos off off the brain, I guess. Yeah. Well, who can? My editor. <laughs> um Oh, Ruby 3 preview 1 came out today. What's the deal with this? I, let's talk about this because there's like something with gradual typing in there or something. I think that's true. I don't know about that. Like adding RDS. types, adding types after the fact feels like it's going to be an uphill battle. I think this is all really stupid. Like the whole effort to try to bring type safety to Ruby is stupid. Well, let's 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 open it up a little bit. What like what why is it stupid? You know? Yeah. Uh, I think it's stupid because um like if I want type safety, there are many languages that would be a better fit for that. Right. And there's already community support and there's already vast documentation and like I don't know. To me it's just like that ship sailed. Like Ruby's yeah. not a strongly typed language. I think, yeah, the thing that that it feels like um, I wouldn't say wasted effort, but like maybe misplaced effort, is that it doesn't feel like Ruby's strength. And also, if it's optional, no one will use it. And when when I say no one, I don't actually mean no one. Obviously, people will, right. but people will tend to rely on gems and other things that will very are very unlikely to be updated to have typed type semantics, you know. Have you messed with the javascript typescript stuff? No, I um 
it makes a lot of sense to me, but I just I haven't really done a ton of front end in a while. So I, I'm go ahead. So I'm like picking on Ruby here and saying that adding types to it is stupid. However, I fucking love TypeScript and yeah. only write TypeScript these days. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, I have have seen code bases that have actually done it. Like they have migrated from no types to some types to yep. full, fully typed. So it is possible, and I yep. I believe in it. In that realm, I don't know why I feel differently in Ruby. Yeah, it feels like it's a different. Maybe it's a different implementation. Maybe I'm not understanding exactly how Ruby's going about this, but TypeScript is like it's like a superset of JavaScript that compiles down to JavaScript, like transpiles or whatever. It doesn't sound like that's how the Ruby thing's going to work. Like you got to write header files and shit. Yeah. It, yeah, it feels like it's going to be there. If there's any barrier to entry, people won't adopt. I don't think so. Anyway, I've also been lucky enough to use languages with, well, Rust in particular has such a, I mean, it's, it's like the way that I feel like types. I'm sure you felt like that with, with Swift when you were doing Swift. Like if types make sense in a lot of languages that have support, like that's just that's the paradigm out of the right. box. So you're not right. you're not having to think about shoehorning in types and like some of the weird especially when I think about things like all the duck typing places that ruby you know does both in apps and in gems sometimes there's like well it responds to this method and that's it that's the but but there's no concept of like an interface that all these things are adhering to to ensure that well there is a interface type but i think it has to be declared and there's so many like ad hoc duck typing places if you even just think about things like 2S, <laughs> you know, that's the kind of thing that everything responds to, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I'm definitely going to keep an eye on it, and I will try it. Maybe I'll be surprised and yep. not hate it, but boy, and like uh, having to have a second file. I'm pretty right. sure I have a second file. Yeah, the RBS. It's like yes. an RBS thing. Yeah, it's, I'll keep, I'll try to keep an open mind as well. I've probably, I've said too much. Um, I've already said too much. So you say RBS. So is is RBS the thing that? Okay, so you have like a loader. Huh. Oh, have you have you done anything with gra- like defining a GraphQL API in in Rails? Um, I have seen, I've seen it in our code base at root and I have defined GraphQL endpoints in closure. Sure. But no, I haven't really messed with the API side of GraphQL in Ruby myself. So we have like I said, we have this main orchestration layer. We call it metaphysics. Mm-hmm. And it has its own schema, but it also merges in other schemas because some of our services are themselves GraphQL API providers, sure. schema providers. So we can transparently ignore that on the client side by going through this one middleman. Mm-hmm. But the one that I'm in charge of is a Rails app that has both some REST endpoints and this GraphQL layer. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and there's a GraphQL gem, and what it basically amounts to is like it sprays a bunch of base classes in your in your project, and then you can use those for your types. So you'll define okay. your own type of like a query or a mutation or whatever. Okay. But its primitives are all based on like, you know, GraphQL colon colon. You're inheriting base, a bunch of base okay. string or something, and that's the string type in the GraphQL language. Anyway, so experiencing that makes me like, I don't know, it's like a lot of paperwork. Mm. Right. And when that paperwork can be generated for you, because there are other servers that can just like, I mean, you almost, it's almost like it just does it itself. Like it's, it's like how Active Record was this really cool abstraction that it could reflect on Postgres and tables and provide you a yeah, bunch of cool totally. things. Like I want that. I don't want to have to write all this goddamn paperwork. Right, and certainly that's a place where something like RBS would make sense with when you can do like automatic type mapping. Right. So that that makes, that's, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. That could be neat. Definitely. Um, is there any more tech news we should cover? Is DHH yelled at anybody this week? <laughs> uh, probably. I assume so. Let me open Twitter. Uh, Palantir is going public. Who's that? Oh, it's just a really big... It, they're a really big consultancy that um, works with ICE. Hmm. They're BS. That's the. Gotcha. B- big tech stands for BS. Wait. Oh, gotcha. It's cool. Oh, I know. Amazon had their hardware event. I okay. Yeah, I saw that there was tons of stuff. I haven't seen anything about what any of it is. Okay, here's the standout to me. Okay. They're making. You know, you might know that they acquired Eero. E E R O. Those Wi-Fi. Oh yeah, um, yeah. It's like the mesh. Like whatever. Yeah. Correct. So they just announced their, uh, I don't know if it is their sixth version, but they're calling it the Euro 6 and Euro 6 Pro because um, cooler heads have prevailed and we're no longer calling Wi-Fi specs 802.11 some numbers. <laughs> we're, no, we're now just calling it fucking Wi-Fi version 6 because it's the sixth generation. Right. So anyway, um, so these new routers support Wi-Fi 6. Okay which is the sixth generation of Wi-Fi standard. And I'm interested in that. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember what we're actually on, to be honest. AC or something? What the current generation is? I don't know. Who, uh, who could possibly know that? Who knows? <laughs> who, but who I've got a couple of Euros, and I really like them. I think they're, as advertised, they do a great job of covering your home and... Mm-hmm supporting a million goddamn devices on the same network i'm i believe it I, I, it's probably way more consumer friendly than my setup which is um <laughs> uh ubiquity systems hmm. so same, same idea not really it's it's more like proper networking networking equipment and they have a consumer arm hmm. ubiquity with an eye I see it. They got UI.com? How the fuck do they do that? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, but I've got 
I've got their like little edge router, which is just mm-hmm. a that's the main thing that runs it runs, you know, DHCP and it runs stuff like that. And then you get mm-hmm. access points that are separate. Yeah. And the access points you can do them however you want. Um mm-hmm. but they're power over Ethernet, which is cool because that means you get a single cord cool. to the AC. So mm-hmm. I only have one set up and it covers my whole house, but I've heard of people you know, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. They have mesh stuff, whatever. But I like it because it has it has all kinds of other goodies and ways to set things up. Like I have um, a couple IoT things mm-hmm. that I have set up on their own network so that they can't even – they don't even know that, like, my computers exist and things like that that feel important cool. to me for privacy. Yeah. So anyway. should look into that. I like it. And I, I think I set the thing up two years ago and it's literally never gone down the cable modem on the other hand sure that's a different matter those things are garbage but so yeah Amazon announced that sixth generation or whatever they got like a new dot that's like a sphere okay Um, be better sound I guess I don't know Mm. Um, but the router is what stood out to me yeah, I saw that there were tons of hardware announcements. I haven't actually oh, looked at them. I forgot. The other headline is they're doing a video game stream service like mm. Google or like, is it xCloud? Is just the Microsoft offering? Oh, like the Xbox one? Yeah, whatever. XboxCloudLive.com <laughs> backslash gold member. What? Yeah, I, I, think, I think I'm just like happy with my Switch and that's probably good enough. Like, I just want to, like, play the new Mario games when they come out, and that's about it. Yeah, I understand that. We're still playing Wii games. That's how right. we're old school <laughs> around here. But I play games on my phone. Right. Like, you know when I can play games? <laughs> when you have a scrap of time between two things. When, I'm at, when I have a crap of time. That's, mm. that's when I have the time. When you're on the toilet. Nailed it. When I've got a horse head just looking at me. Now that's a callback. <laughs> that's um, turning up the heat. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Was that? It was an interview guy, and yes. he told us that. <laughs> Sandro. Um, he, his name was. He Sandro. lived in a small apartment uh-huh. with his girlfriend. Uh huh. And when it was time to go take a dump, he turned up the <laughs> he turned up the heat. So the furnace would go and cu- and mask this any sounds he might make. Right. So, but, but also eventually got they got to know, right, and they eventually got to know each other well enough that he would just say, "I'm going to go <laughs> turn up the heat." <laughs> and they they somehow really... knew what that meant, but they they always used the euphemism. They never used the actual, "I'm going to go poop." Right. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Hey, I got to go turn up the heat. Yeah, so we always, that was fun. That was a good two years where we said that every day. Yeah. Before we went to the uh, black tile bathroom. That, that bathroom has seen some things. I, mm. I'm convinced. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's three o'clock. You've got a meeting. I've got a meeting. We need to cut this off. We need to cut this off. Is there any sponsor reads? Um, 
This episode was sponsored by I'm Making Pizza Tonight. If you want to make a pizza, just do it. (laughs) If you want to make a pizza, (laughs) I don't want to hear about it. Just go ahead and do it. Any pizza can be a personal pan pizza if you try hard and believe in yourself. Words slip by. All right, friends. I'll talk to you next time. Okay. Love you. Love you. Bye-bye.